you've made it to the Choose Joy podcast. Here, we will make a conscious effort to choose joy daily. We allow ourselves to heal and grow into the path designed for us. Join me every week to unpack, affirm, and choose joy. Hello and welcome back, joyful babes, to the Choose Joy podcast for episode 5, Spring Cleaning. Of course, I asked you guys what spring cleaning means to you, and everybody pretty much said the same thing, cleaning out the old to welcome the new. So I want to discuss that a little bit, um, how we can spring clean internally and externally, and just chat about that today. You guys know that here we never do a super deep dive on any topic or discussion. We kind of just, we talk about the elephant in the room and then that's for all of us to go home and individually deep dive and um, apply to your own life personally. Full transparency moment here. I just want you guys to know, and I've said this before, but this is my personal journey. Um, A lot of the topics and discussion points that we have are things that I'm personally working through or have worked through um, that I'm really just getting to the bottom of my true self, realizing that I have all that I need to experience pure joy and what those things are and what they look like to me in hopes that me talking about my personal journey will help someone else or we can just be in this rut together and help each other out. I ask for everyone's feedback because I'm genuinely curious to know um, what's going on, right? Provide a space of community and openness and honesty so that we can reach our better self. So without further ado, let's get into it. I personally like to deep clean in a two-part step. First, I declutter. And that just simply means getting rid of old clothes, old items that I haven't used in months. I recently just cleaned my apartment two weeks ago, and I literally did a deep clean as if I was moving out. Um, I had at least four trash bags full of clothes that I donated, things that I don't wear, can't fit into anymore, haven't even looked at, saving for another season, an event, whatever. You know you're not going to wear that. Throw it out. That pot that you didn't burn, that Alfredo in for years, throw it out, donate it, get rid of the clutter, okay? After that is done, it leaves me with a space that's free of things that I didn't need, right? And now I'm looking at the things that I do have that I'm going to keep, and now it's time to clean those things up, right? So just a couple of things that decluttering and cleaning, thoroughly cleaning, I mean, get in there, get them baseboards, okay? Wash them windows, clean them sheets, clean them mattresses, okay? I'm talking to somebody. I'm not talking to myself because I just did it. And I, oh. But do a real, true, deep clean. Not a straighten up. My parents used to say, like, no, you didn't clean your room. You just straightened it up. No. Do a deep clean of your space. What this does for your body is it creates a decline in anxiety. It reduces stress. Decluttering reduces fatigue and enhances 
concentration. We all need focus. We'll take a five minute recess. Oh. What then y'all better focus. While decluttering improves focus, it also improves your quality of sleep because your mind is at peace. It's calm, right? And it also releases endorphins. We've talked about this, those happy hormones that just get our blood going, right? Um, your brain is seeing all of those things, right? All that junk stored away and put away properly and it provides you a clean space, a clean slate to think and to live this is why it enhances your concentration this is why it reduces anxiety and stress so pause this or get some airpods put this in your ear keep listening get up and clean up okay thank you uh, morning. it's morning everyone today's the day the sun is shining, the tank is clean, and we are getting out of <gasps> The tank is clean. The tank is clean! Now for the deep stuff. You also want to clean yourself internally, right? Because what's a clean home to a dirty mind, body, and soul? It's nothing. So we want to clean from the inside out right and we've kind of chatted about this in uh, my prior videos when i was uploading to instagram about letting go to welcome in the new right getting rid of some of those old habits um bettering ourselves to prepare ourselves for things that we want in life and a lot of the times we have goals and aspirations and things that we want to attain in life but we're not even in a state of preparation for them. We're not even prepared to have them in our life. There is no room for them to be there. Um, and this could look like a plethora of things. For example, uh, we want to be a better communicator, i.e. me. But I haven't gotten rid of or letting go of those traits that stop and block me from doing that, right? So... Y'all know I'm a big writer and I'm a firm believer in writing things down and writing it out, getting it out on paper so that you're able to see, visually see what it is that you need to work on, what it is that you're looking up to, you're looking forward to, your aspirations, your goals, your problems, your fears, everything. It really helps when you can visually see those things and then strategize a plan i like to think of it as an architect you know constructing um a place to live or a building or anything before any of that starts before the molders the boulders and all that boy if you don't get y'all know i'm not a no constructor y'all know the terms that i'm trying to use right before the nitty-gritty starts right the moving of the dirt okay the shifting of the pavement there is a blueprint there is a write-up there is a picture of how those things are supposed to look like and that applies to your own life as well so I like to call this inner work um, another term I've heard is shadow work uh, pretty much what this means is you're cleaning out blockages to let the new in right you're addressing those hard discussions with yourself those inner child wounds those traits and things that we carry that aren't positive 
And again, I really encourage you guys to watch some of the videos that I used to post on Instagram. Of course, we'll repeat some of the same topics. So if you're a loyal, joyful babe, you've heard some of this, but you know that life is just a repetition, right? Hooli, hooli. It just keeps going in circles. So a lot of these things that we've already addressed, we're going to be addressing again because it's important and it's an everyday process. Choosing joy is not a one-time deal. You've done the work and you're done. Every day you have to do the work. Every single day you have to address these things and they come up. You know, we're human. Um, Every day is not going to be the same and you just can't bury your emotions, right? We experience new things, new heights every day. Our body teaches us something new every day. We form new habits every single day. So every day we have to put the work in every single day. You have to show up. So let's start there. Um, Before any inner cleaning happens we have to come to the realization that this is an everyday thing every day you're getting one percent better and if it's just one percent better hey you did better than yesterday you're not competing with anyone but yourself right and the goal is to get better every single day so like i said previously we don't really do a deep dive but i do want to talk about some key points that can help us dive a little deeper Um, and to just inner work and figuring out more about ourselves to better yourself. We want to fix different things in our life, but like, do you even know yourself? And that's something that I'm working through and working towards right now. Understanding myself and how I function and how I work and how I can better myself, how I can make my life a little bit easier, how I can um, approach things differently and better in a way that not only helps me, heals me, but heals and is a blessing to the people that I surround myself with and associate myself um, with every day. So some inner child wounds are guilt wounds. This can look like feeling sorry, abandonment, fears of being left, being left out, Um, trust wounds, finding new ways not to trust people, um, letting your past get in the way of your perception of others. Um, And we talked about that a little bit in the last episode. You know, the perception is not the reality. The reality is the reality, right? And neglect wounds, the struggling to let things go, right? Those are just a few inner child wounds and um, I myself have a couple of those, really abandonment, but having a couple of those, right? Um, and this can appear in our lives as a plethora of different things. So it's important to know what these things look like, but also what does it look like when you have healed um, from those wounds, when you have let go of those things that are holding you back. It looks like being not easily offended. (laughs) It looks like seeing multiple perspectives when it comes to an issue or anything going on. It looks like being aware of your negative emotions without shame and then knowing how to 
be emotionally intelligent enough to communicate that and to turn it around into something positive, right? It looks like a place of peace, gratitude, and expression. That is all things that healing trauma look like on the other side. It doesn't have to be this way. (laughs) And who knows you better than you? And what better way to know yourself more than to sit down and chat with yourself, right? If your friend was having an issue or something was going on, you call them, right? You guys would talk for hours and exchange advice. Do that to yourself too. Like, you are yourself's best friend, okay? Like, let's take the time to nurture and replenish ourselves, refill our own cups so that we're able to pour into the people that are around us. Everybody has somebody, okay? Insert clip. Everybody, somebody, every day. I know you're right. But on a serious note, all of our actions create little reactions and affect us and the people that are around us. So it's very important to do the work. Um, An easy prompt and way you can Google it. I mean, we literally have the world at our fingertips. So you can search for different prompts. The layout that I use is I have wrote out my good traits, right? What are three or f- three to five good traits that I think that I possess, right? On the other side of that, I then write the polar opposite of those traits. And then I look inside. I look inwardly to see if I possess any of those things. I then flip the page and write down quote-unquote, bad traits that I think I have, and then how it presents itself and how I justify it in my everyday life. For example, sometimes I feel guilty for not doing something or whatever, right? And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but how does that present itself in how do I justify it in my everyday life, right? I sometimes will push that guilt onto other people. I will make the other people around me feel bad for something that I have in my power to change, right? But why? Why would you do that? Why would you do any of that? Um, I may be asked to do something that I really don't want to do. And instead of just being honest and just saying, no, it doesn't all the time just require an explanation just saying no like I am not at a place that I want to do that right now and instead of just saying no and moving on I will say yes and then take on that guilt right and and be warring with myself and then push that onto other people I push that frustration onto the other person um, and I make them feel guilty for even asking me to do it instead of just saying no, right? Instead of getting myself out of that situation and not just bringing everybody down with me. And again, a lot of these things that will come up in your inner work and in your journal are grieving. 
Um, They're hard topics and really hard pills to swallow. It's a day by day step. This is not going to take you a day, a week, a month even. I've been working on this every day and every day I'm just striving to just get a little bit better. So it is tough. I'm just going to preface it by saying it is tough, but it is important to take those hard things that it's just painful for us to uncover some things in our childhood that have happened that it's very painful and that we've unconsciously pushed to the back of our mind that we think, right, it might not be in our front view, but it appears and it shows up in the way that we live our life and the way that we treat ourselves and we treat others. Pretty much doing this work is just peeling back layers of why you do what you do. What are the components of of what makes you, you? How can we highlight some of the things and tweak some of the things that need tweaking and adjust our focus so that it's clearer and better and overall healthier for us externally and internally? And this might bring out some inner demons. I'm not going to lie. And it might um, bring out some triggers, right? And it might trigger not only you, but also the people around you. Lord, I'm Damn, this is some scurf- I've realized that sometimes in highlighting what you've done while doing the work also just highlights what someone else hasn't done. And the only thing that I can say is just giving grace, giving grace to the people around you, giving grace to your parents, right? They were doing the best they could with what they had. And it's important to seek first to understand and not play the blame game. Really, doing the inner work is really about yourself. Where were you? What were you doing? Sometimes the problem is you. Sometimes the problem is me. It's no one else's doing but me. I can avoid different things by changing how I look at things, changing my perspective, changing my habits, changing my initial reaction to things, not making everything a reaction, an action of another action, right? Just in interpreting and processing what's going on in the now, not jumping to the future or retracting to the past, right? Simple things as just being present. Another way I'd like to journal my inner work is to ask myself prompter questions. And um, I'll provide some questions to you guys that I personally use and that I've found to be helpful. But um, really, it's really talking to yourself. So those questions can look differently to everyone. But some of those things that I've written down um, this past week is, who am I afraid is going to leave me if I deeply live how I want to live? What are my insecurities and why? Why do I let people or external forces determine how worthy I am? And those three (laughs) I have been working on for the past three weeks. So you don't need a plethora of questions. You don't you know what I'm saying, need a lot of things to ask yourself. Sometimes it can just be one or two questions that really take a twist and dive into something deeper. A couple of affirmations that I like to tell myself 
um, while doing this is I am the only one responsible for my happiness. It isn't wrong to set boundaries that protect my peace because that is all that we're seeking. Joy, peace, gratitude, and expression. I feel like I'm saying the fruits of the spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and self-control, okay? Like, I want to embody that. I want to live that type of life every day. And so every day I have to put in the work. Even if it's just jotting down something or feeling my emotions, really feeling my emotions and unpacking to figure out why I feel the way that I feel how I can feel better right in these situations because life is just a repeat it's gonna happen again how can I protect my peace so it's spring and what better way to declutter and clean on the outside but also on the inside too okay so let's do some spring cleaning and as always Choose joy.